Hi, welcome to the Pedestrian Fest podcast. My name is Michael Amland, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Hey, hey. Hey, hello. What's going on? Uh, not much. What are you doing? Uh, trying to come back to the world, man. Yeah, nice. so what happened last night? <laughs> well, uh, my wife Emily gets together with her, uh, she's six other siblings. Mm-hmm. And normally her and her sisters uh, get together every couple of months just to have what they call sisters night. They just yeah. hang out, drink, talk about whatever. Yeah. Like and, what uh, podcast, basically. Yeah, they they just don't broadcast it. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I finally got the text like, hey, I'm ready for you to come pick me up. And this is already like eleven, eleven thirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. I go over there and they're like, Michael, sit down. <laughs> and you know, however many beers later, conversation just started. We we look at the clock, it's like three in the morning. We're like, holy shit, we gotta go home. Like <laughs> how, how? Why? <laughs> yeah, I just remember like like Emily's bachelorette party, like, yeah. she, like you went to go pick her up, right? And like, yeah. she's talking to me on the phone. She's like, Matthew, it's dark, and I'm scared out here. It's just really dark. I can't see anything. And you know, she's like, can you stay on the phone with me? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, I was like, it's like, like you know, is Michael on the way? I was like, yeah, he just left. He should be there in a minute. And like, we're just sitting there, just talking, and all of a sudden, she goes like, "Michael, Michael, <laughs> I see him, Michael." <laughs> just so funny, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like every week, I'm like, at least the last like two weeks, it's just been like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna take it easy. I'm not really gonna drink at all." And no, like Christmas night happens. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> At least I didn't drink too much Friday. But yeah, how did that gig go, man? Did you had a good time? Gig was really fun. Um, I got a new guitar uh, last week. That's yeah. It's a Fender Acoustasonic. Um, and what's cool about it is it's, it's, I would say, other acoustic electrics are more acoustic electric. Mm-hmm. This one is almost more electric acoustic. Right, so, right. So it's more of starting from the place of like an electric guitar. Like it's shaped like a Telecaster. It plays more like a Telecaster, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's hollowed out and looks like an acoustic guitar. Right, right. And in the acoustic duo setting, it works out really nice um, because, you know, the person I play with, Diego, he's playing um, a hybrid kind of guitar too. He plays a T- Taylor Chi 5. Mm-hmm. And he would play a lot of like electric guitar solos uh, with distortion and things like that. And I, you know, when I was playing my other Taylor, I was doing my best to kind of keep up, but I I was always fighting with feedback and just random things going on. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to try something different and I'd thought about this acoustic sonic thing for a while. Mm -hmm. So I went and played one at guitar center last Saturday Ended up just being like, you know, I'm just going to buy it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And boy, was that a good purchase. Uh, Especially in a live context, it works out so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. It sounds great. Uh, It really cuts through. Uh, When you're using it as an electric guitar, it sounds like a vintage Telecaster. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah, that's Uh, really cool. I was looking at some like demo videos of like that guitar yeah. you got and like, yeah, it's, it's really, I mean, it really is like the best of both worlds for real. I mean, it just depends on what you're doing, you know, I think it's cool yeah. to have like that versatility, you know what I mean? Just to kind of like totally. to switch back and forth. So yeah, it's, that's a cool, yeah, it was a good purchase, man. It's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was one of the most fun gigs we've, we've ever had. Um, Cause you know, the just yeah, the versatility was really cool. Now all the the kind of slide guitar stuff I was doing sounded so much better. Right. Uh, if I want you know want to take an electric solo, I just click it over to the, the telly thing and go for a, a solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
and even just rhythm stuff. I mean, I did, a, I spent a lot of the night kind of playing it more clean electric mm -hmm. uh, to kind of, if he had an acoustic sound going on, it was a nice contrast. If I had uh, something going on with more of an electric kind of atmosphere going on. Yeah. So it just sounded really good. I was really happy. Um, and it's just, it's fun and light to play like the whole week. I've just enjoyed just having it around to just play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what a new guitar does. It kind of reinvigorates. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like anytime you get like a new guitar, you're just wanting to play it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that feeling. Like you really get like just motivated to just go home and get excited about playing. You know what I mean? Which yeah, I'm, like you know, I've had like my acoustic for a while, like a little Fender acoustic. But I mean, you know, I play on it every once in a while. But I remember like when I first got it, I was just like, man, I want to play on this thing like every fucking day. Like it sounds so good. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it, it's really. I mean, if you're like a guitar player, it's really cool to like get a new guitar because you just feel like a little kid on Christmas. You know, you're just like, oh man, I can't wait to get home and like get on that thing. Yeah, and I I hadn't. Uh, bought a new guitar in, in a good while. I mean, it had been about maybe like a year. Well, I, I mean, a year and some change. As far as like an acoustic, I mean, the last one you got was like that Taylor, like forever ago. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you finally got like an upgraded like acoustic guitar. Like, yeah, that's cool shit. Yeah, I mean, that, the Taylor bought you know five, six years ago now. Yeah, and even that was used. Yeah, and it still sounds great. Oh yeah, I love it. I mean, it, it's still a great guitar, and um, you know, especially just acoustic, like just not going through anything. It sounds great. I I love just playing it at home. Yeah, it just sounds very like rich. You know what I mean? Like definitely. And that guitar is like super easy to play too. You know, like everything's yeah. just so smooth. Like it, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's it's just a very like comfortable guitar to play. If that makes any sense. But absolutely, as as you know, as comfortable as uh, an acoustic kind of gets for, you know, high-end acoustics, Taylors, Gibsons, right. stuff like that. Right. Um, but, I mean, I've always kind of played electric guitar more. Mm -hmm. So it made sense to, to try something like this out, and it, it just worked out really well, kind of having nice acoustic rhythm stuff and then more electric lead slash atmosphere right right um like we played seven nation army mm -hmm. uh which was always kind of annoying on, on an acoustic because i mean when it gets to that chorus part you know the instrumental chorus if you will mm -hmm. uh -nar 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 -nar, you know yeah. i would always distort that yeah because that's just that's that song you know right right but last night it, it didn't turn into like me fighting feedback it just rocked out it sounded cool cool man it's awesome yeah and especially like the slide solo stuff um just so much better just just a, a an instant upgrade which you don't always get when you get new gear so that's it's right, fun man. Right. It's satisfying yeah that's cool man it's awesome yeah and uh I it's got, just been fun i did see like a uh not a telecast not the one you have you got the telecaster version of that but I did yeah. see like a like a jazz sting or like a, a Jaguar version of it that just yeah. came out and they got like different colors and stuff. Like it looks really cool. Like I, I they they look really interesting. And like like I said, I I watched like demos on like YouTube and stuff. Like, you know, if, if you got the cash and like that's that's what you're trying to do, like it's definitely a good investment for sure. Yeah, there's there's a local guitar player here. Uh, named Anthony Rosano, who does a lot of like electric blues, and I saw a while back that he got the that new one. The um, I think it's a Jazz Master. Jazz Master. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was I, it was something like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it looked cool as shit, man. I was like, wow, that's you know fucking technology. They had man. all three, uh, so I tried out all three of them. I tried out the Telecaster, I tried out the Stratocaster, and I tried out the Jazz Master. Yeah, and the Tele was just the most comfortable for me. I feel like that's a good um, in between between those right. three, you know. So yeah, and I mean, you know, for what you do, like as far as playing out, playing gigs and stuff like that, like, uh, you know, you need to have like a little bit of this and that. So yeah, I feel like that 
Telecaster probably would be like a good in between for you. So it's perfect for kind of like an acoustic duo setting because right, right. It's not just two acoustic guitars both strumming pretty heavy handedly, you know. Right, right. It just it layers it up a little bit more because Diego, uh, at least now, plays. I don't want to say like a lot more ballads, but he does play a lot more like mid tempo stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I can't always just kind of just play chords on everything because a lot of those types of songs have similar chord progressions. Mm-hmm. So I look for other ways to kind of add some color to what's going on. And it used to be, I mean, I was playing a lot more mandolin for a while because that was kind of giving more contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's limitations on that because we'll do like two or three songs like, Hey man, you want to do something? And it's like, Oh, well shit. Let me put this mandolin down and grab my, you know? Yeah. It just, it was nice to have, I don't have to keep picking something else up. Right. 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 And it just sounds really good. I mean, it, it was like no EQing or anything. It's just like, yeah, that, that sounds great. Um, yeah. That's awesome, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's great. Just make that louder. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so super fun. I mean, I, I don't geek out on too much guitar stuff, but every once in a while I see something and you just gotta check it out. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you're not like a really big guitar like purchaser ev- at like ever, you know what I'm saying? Like you just don't go out yeah. and just buy guitars all the time. Like I I've always felt like you do like the research and you kinda like weigh the pros and cons. You're like, okay, like this is probably probably going to be like beneficial to what I'm doing. So, yeah, I mean, I I always like gear that I'm actually going to play out and use. That's what I'm, you're not just playing in your bedroom; and, like you're actually playing out. So it's like, okay, like what makes the most sense for this environment? So, yeah, but um, yeah, man, yeah, it's cool. Just cool. Yeah, like yeah, you said you bought a new guitar. I was kind of looking on Zounds the other day, just kind of like perusing around, like uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to get a new bass. Like, uh, that'd be kind of fun. Go for it, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. What are you looking at? Um, I was looking at, like a higher end, like Fender, like a P bass. But uh, do it. Yeah, they sound awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I, I might do it. I might not. Like, I, I have like my Ibanez and my storage unit and uh, my little Rumble amp. Which, man, I love that fucking amp, dude. Because like, uh. Like Fender came out, I mean, this was like a couple years ago, but like they came out with like a like a bass amp and it had like some presets in it, like fuzz and like distortion and stuff like that. And it's really good sounding. It's good Just sounding, but, but the thing that impressed me the most is like, you, I mean, you've seen it before at my old place. It was like a big like square amp and you would think yeah. this thing would weigh like a hundred pounds, but it's so lightweight and compact and like. You can just carry it anywhere, you know what I'm saying? So like totally. Yeah, yeah. It was just it's just a cool little yeah, I love that thing, man. But uh my little Fender Mustang amp that I've had for however long yeah, now, yeah. it's lasted me more than any nice tube amp I ever had. Right. I mean right. and it's it weighs I don't even think it weighs like twenty pounds. Yeah, but, like like my bass amp, it's like maybe ten pounds, like ten twenty yeah. pounds, if that. You know, I love it, man. It's very and it's great. Yeah, and both of those amps you can plug directly into the PA system. Yeah, no problem. You're not like not going to upset the sound man. He's not going to be like, "Hey, turn down." No, it's just it's great stage monitoring, and it's it sounds great through the PA. Yeah, I mean, so it, yeah. I don't know. Amp, the amps like that in the Fender line are almost like, to me, almost like the secret <laughs> amps. Like, well, I mean, you can get one of those for like two hundred bucks, or you can get a giant Fender Deluxe Reverb for twelve hundred, and that thing weighs like eighty pounds. Right. Well, I mean, you know, like yeah, yeah both of those amps, like they're just very uh, like efficient, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and like the selling price is fair. You know, I mean, totally. it's, it's a great deal. I mean, yeah, Fender makes really quality stuff, man. So. Um, the last, like, Telecaster I had a few years back, I was kind of mad about, because it was like a new American Deluxe or something, and just some, something was up at the bridge or whatever. Yeah. It just kept breaking, mm-hmm. and I finally just, like, got sick of it and sold it. Right, right. But that that's the only kind of thing I've gotten from Fender 
in the last couple of years where I, uh, you know, wasn't completely satisfied, but everything else I've, I've gotten has always been quality, really, you know, user-friendly stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of a big music week for me because uh, Thursday night we went and saw our good friend Danny Robertson's new project. He started a police tribute act called uh, Every Little Thing. Yeah, like, how was that? Like, I had to work that night. I couldn't go. Oh, dude, it, it was killer, man. I mean, they sounded like it's like seeing the police live. That's awesome. Uh, it was at Elevation 27. Uh, which used to be the second Jewish mother yeah. here. The Jewish mother is like a big, uh, if you know Virginia Beach area, it's like a legendary music venue. Uh, it used to be down at the oceanfront. Right. I played there plenty of times with my old band, uh, Still Pink, back in the day, uh, opening up for tons of different groups. Right. Um, but this place the new the second one that they moved to a different area is now elevation 27 and matt and i i mean we went to saw copeland there oh man a couple that was years a ago show. and had a blast yeah, yeah. and then with every little thing dude it was just great man they had a whole killer show going on like they when they were playing roxanne yeah like of course all of the lights are like red but they had like the like the shit on the screen where, like, it's some, like, girl, like, running. It looked like it was Cyberpunk 2077, but they had <laughs> other, like, stuff going on. So there's, like, some production yeah. to, like, their show. That's cool, man. For sure. I mean, and uh, they nailed the material. I mean, it's just three guys on stage. And I swear, man, I've never heard Danny, like, so focused in his playing. I mean, that, that's hard stuff to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he was he was straight up killing it. All three of them were. That's, um, that's cool, man. Yeah, and I'm I, you know I'm not like huge on the tribute scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's I don't know. Really, it just depends. But they they did a great job with it. Like all three of those guys, definitely hats off. I had a blast watching it. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I really wanted to go. I just like I said, I had to work. Like I work nights, so. Because I saw like the Facebook invite, I was like, "Damn, I'd love to go to that." Because I mean, I mean, I just love Danny so much. He's just such a cool dude. Yeah. And uh, oh, dude, yeah. and it's cool to see him doing something like that makes him happy. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, yeah, I could definitely tell he he was was having a good time, and it was a good challenge for him. Man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that's awesome. Because he was doing all kinds of stuff that uh, Andy Summers, the guitar player for the Police, back then didn't really play typical chords and things like that. Um, you know, there was a lot of like, he would play a chord and like tap on the neck and do harmonics. And right. Right. Just even a song like a uh, King of pain or whatever, the whole time he's like tapping on the fretboard while there's like this <laughs> piano thing going on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just a lot of like jazzy yeah. kind of stuff, man. Like, yeah. Cause we, we've played a few police songs and like, it's very like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like movement, you know, if that makes any sense. Like, I mean, for sure, it's all over the and place. But it's really intricate for three people, pretty much at all times. Right, right. So it was cool. Uh, they definitely, they definitely killed it. Cool, man. But on the, um, in other music news, I definitely feel old because apparently it's the twenty year anniversary of uh dashboard confessionals yeah i saw something about that the places, <laughs> the places you have come yeah, to fear the most yeah, yeah. and the and the moon is down mm-hmm. further is forever i was like holy shit yeah yeah tell your friends like jesus so if you're gonna start a tribute yeah. band what would be the band you would like <laughs> tribute to oh wow uh that's a tough one man I don't know. I mean, you can't say Queen now because everybody's doing Queen. Right, right. That's like the only one I would probably want to do. Like, well, well, let me ask you this. Gut reaction. Like, like, music we kind of came up with, like, in our time, you know, like, what would be the band you would... That's tough, man, because it's like... The thing, the only thing I complain about with the 90s and the, the early 2000s is that stuff 
uh, for lack of a better word, was very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it, I wouldn't say, was like, uh, I don't want to say it's not entertaining, but it's not like it 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 works to a certain audience. Like you can't go play anything by the Smashing Pumpkins to somebody over the age of I don't know fifty or sixty. Right, right. right. It's it just doesn't translate. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, with like a tribute band, like it, I feel like if you're starting out with something like that, like you're you're playing to a very niche audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're playing to like their super hardcore mm-hmm. fans. Like, yeah, I, I didn't really go. Like I said, I'm not like huge on the tribute thing, but, you know, Danny's one of our, our good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shannon, the drummer, I uh, played with a few times and he's an awesome dude, mm-hmm. too. Um, and they're, they're kind of managed by like the DeLoreans, which like here in Virginia beach, that DeLoreans is like the big, like eighties yeah, yeah. tribute act. And they, they just go all out and they always put on a good show. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a very like theatrical structured thing. Right. Right. Um, like they dress up like different people from that era. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I would feel weird having, like, such a regimented set every night. Right, right. Like, I, I could never be in something that's, like, just a a Pink Floyd tribute act. Mm-hmm. For, an ex- you know, if that was the only thing I was doing, right? Right. You know, or, or doing a, you know, even, like, a Grateful Dead tribute act. It was just, like... I don't know, after a while, you're like, man, I've, I've played these songs how many times? Right, right. And it's like, you didn't even write them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... I guess Tom, Tom Petty would be kind of fun. I don't, I haven't seen, like, a Tom Petty tribute act. Mm-hmm. And that could actually... I mean, you could do some different things in that. Because Tom Petty would do a lot of covers right. when he played live. Mm-hmm. Like, he would do, like, some older, like, soul-type songs. Right. Because they were more of almost like a like a soul blues band live. Mm-hmm. Um, I know everybody thinks like Tom Petty's just like those like eighties pop rock songs, but live, man, he he really would do whatever the hell he wanted. Right, right. <laughs> it was almost more like kind of like seeing like a Bruce Springsteen show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what what would you do. Uh, what I would want to do for like people to like show up would be like uh like maybe like a bruce springsteen or like a uh um like a rolling stones kind of tribute band i mean i feel like the rolling stones have like a really like like broad kind of uh catalog you know so you can just play any genre of music really with those guys but um yeah i think for like our generation like well i wouldn't say our generation maybe like uh something that people wouldn't expect it's like maybe something like my chemical romance or something like that you know what i mean but but then again that'd be very niche you know what i mean but i feel like something like that would be really successful like in the long term so just because people have that nostalgia for that kind of sound you know and that was one of those bands that just had that kind of sound for the time you know and the black parade does lend itself well to theater almost right 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 but right. basically i mean it was a concept album type thing i mean danger days too which i've been listening to again mm-hmm. was another i mean I, I think danger days is kind of underrated actually but um yeah i mean that that's a good choice uh with the rolling Stones and my chemical romance you have to have that personnel i mean that's a five or six piece band easy Oh, more than that. I mean, depending yeah. on what yeah. you know, songs you wanted to play, that'd be a whole thing. Right. But, but uh, that's you're easily looking at five people at least, man. Like yeah, drums, bass, two guitars, front man. Well, not to mention, like you need like a backup, like keyboard guy, like you know, right? Uh, like backup vocalists and shit. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but. I feel like something like that, it like I said, it's very niche, but it, it would go over pretty well. Like people would- My brother keeps like hitting me up to be like, uh, you know, we need to do this sublime tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, I mean, it it would work, but I I don't know. I I'd, I'd lose my my mind doing nothing but that on night. Right, right, right. Yeah. Only so many times you can listen to Santa Ria and like not you know want to jump off the bridge. They they are that band that comes on the radio that I'm just like click. Yeah, um, yeah. I I just I can't do it anymore. Or like a like a band like Taking Back Sunday. Like there's an audience for that, man. You know what I mean? Like totally something I mean, from that era. Like people really just look back fondly on. You know. But uh. Yeah, and there's plenty of like early two thousands kind of tribute acts playing around now mm-hmm. that cover all that early two thousands. Let's just say emo for broad. Yeah, ease, dude. I mean, honestly, man, I would even say like the Strokes. You know what I mean? Like, I I was watching a uh, like a Coachella set from them, and like every song they played, I was like, wow. Like, I didn't realize how many hits they had. You know what I mean? Like every song they played, it's all greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus, you know, something like that. You know, but those first two albums, like almost every other song on them was on the radio at that time that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah it's just you, you don't really think about like, it until you see them like play a gig and it's like wow man like people really yeah. dug the shit at the time so and i mean they would be fun too because like you're wearing all that like new york dolls like 70s punk kind of stuff right like leather jackets and boots and shit. yeah yeah and then you just got you're basically just creating a cool garage rock vibe up there mm-hmm. hopefully drinking a bottle of wine yeah right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully i remember seeing that guy he actually left like julie julian casablanca's left the stage to go get another bottle of wine. right right <laughs> just sitting there just down in it man i was like, holy shit <laughs> oh man but uh yeah any uh, any new movies or anything you watched this weekend or this past week or I haven't really seen anything new, man. I haven't even seen the latest Winter Soldier. Um, I had a lot of like homework and stuff Ooh. to catch up on, and then I had that gig. Yeah. So yesterday, before I went and picked her up, I pretty much was just doing discussion questions and papers and things like that. Right. And I'm, you know, to the people that do actually get our uh newsletter I'll, I'll get back on it i'm sorry i've been been i've had other stuff going on yeah it's just uh, life man yeah well we'll we'll get it back out um and we were sent another movie uh from an independent yeah, you were filmmaker telling me about that last night um which looks really interesting um it's called uh the last conception mm-hmm. um which you can find on Amazon. I haven't watched. I mean, I watched the first couple of minutes uh, last night just to kind of get a feel. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll watch the whole thing and, and give it a proper review. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like literally, um, like you sent me that link like last night. So I'll definitely check it out this week for sure. Yeah, and any if anybody wants to send us anything, we're always happy to give our, our thoughts on it. And it's, it's to no cost to you. If, and we're down to reviews about anything. If you want to send us a game you're working on or a book, right. Or anything, right, really, right. Uh, or a film. We, of course we love, love movies. Um, yeah. Speaking of movies, um, I, uh, I rented a promising young woman last night. I, uh, I started that the other day. It was really good. Was Carrie I, Mulligan, yeah, yeah, right? I, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Bo Burnham's yeah, in there, yeah, too. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it, like, to sum it up, it's essentially like a uh, like a slow burn, like, kind of revenge story. But, um, right. yeah, it was really good. I, I liked it a lot. So It's gotten rave reviews, and it's, I mean, it's on the, the list of best film this year which actually is a really awesome list if you've looked at it like mm-hmm. you've got nomadland that's on there uh promising woman uh trial of the chicago Seven. yeah yeah um make is on there I- i'm not really big on mank i've tried to watch it a which few one's times. that now mank uh 
It's David Fincher's oh, latest that he did okay, on Netflix. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. I've heard of it. It's black and white, and they're it, it's kind of like the story of the writer right, that right. wrote uh, Citizen right, Kane. Right, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one. You know, it's it, He's trying to return to, like, old Hollywood in it, and I, I appreciate that aspect of it. Like, I, I actually enjoy kind of nostalgia pieces, but it, I, I just couldn't get into it, man. I've tried to watch it three or four times. Yeah, like... Uh... Yeah, like I said, I uh, rented a promising young woman last night, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, uh, other than that, I've been on like on a fucking Sopranos kick, like I've been going through all yeah. that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sopranos oh, great, man. We uh, we pretty much watch SVU while we're doing homework. Right, right. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's our yeah. I thing. just put it on, just like you know, yeah. just background noise i guess but yeah it's such a good show man it's one i I need to go back and revisit it's been long enough now to where there's a lot of stuff that would feel new to me again well i mean just like the symbolism in that show is just i mean really it's just smart writing you know what i mean right it's kind of surprising because like you look at these characters and they're kind of like you know very straightforward kind of you know just do what they do but there's a lot of depth and in, in the writing and all that. So it's, it's really cool to watch. And it's really cool. Yeah. Like the dream yeah, sequences yeah, and stuff yeah. like I mean, neat, even the therapy sessions, they, they would, they were always talking about broader themes than just a right. monster. That's the whole story. thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, especially if you've seen it before and like, you kind of go back and watch the right. episodes and see a lot of like the foreshadowing and, and stuff like that. Like it's really good writing, man. And that's definitely the secret. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? That's it, man. It kind of starts with a good script. Doesn't matter how good the effects right, are. Right, right. <laughs> but, um, uh, and it's funny they have Lorraine Braco or Braco. I don't know how to say her last name. Sorry, Lorraine. But, you know, of course she's from Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's just like the. I don't know. It, it, it puts it immediately into the pantheon of like greatest mobster stuff, you know, <laughs> immediately. Right, <laughs> right. And of course, if we could resurrect James Gandolfini for another season, we would. Oh, yeah. so. I mean, he was just made for that role, yeah. man. Like, I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Like, he, he was like Tony yeah. Soprano, man. <laughs> like, I, for sure. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, I've been rewatching those, so good shit. Yeah, just like Brian Cranston is will always be Walter White. That's, James Gandolfini was Tony. Yeah, Soprano. exactly. <laughs> like that's that's exactly it. That's cool. Uh, I think what else has been on there lately? Uh, well, I mean, we watched that, you know, we did watch the Justice League. Last yeah, week, yeah. So. Like, I think Godzilla yeah. versus Kong's coming out or Kong. Coming yeah, out. whatever it's called. That's coming out like next week. So it got a lot of good reviews. Um, there's another movie. Huh? What? The first one was really mm-hmm. good. With like Mothra. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the, the effects have evolved now to where they can do that stuff so much easier. Right, right. And uh, there's another one I wanted to watch. Uh, I think his name's Bob Odenkirk uh, from Better Call Saul. Oh, Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Right? yeah I, I really wanted to check yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. It looks really good. I watched the, the action scene that they put out, and it looked fucking crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's from the same people that made, like, the John Wick movies and stuff, so. I figured, yeah. yeah. So that one looks really cool. It got a really good review. Uh, Brian Tallarico from Roger Ebert one of my favorite reviewers and he he gave it a really good write up mm-hmm. um basically just saying like yeah this is what he likes about the John Wick movies is there there's not a lot of plot they just get mm-hmm. right to it and that's kind of what they do with this and he says Bob Odenkirk is perfect for it because we're so used to seeing him in a comedic context we don't expect him to like all of a sudden start doing these crazy martial arts right right type thing slash you know 
dual gunplay. Right, right. Stuff. Like, apparently that dude trained for, like, a couple years to, like, do this movie. Like, you know, like, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So, I really want to check that one out. And that's one of those shows that I've never been able to get into, man. Like, I, I really liked Breaking Bad, but Better Call Saul I've always struggled with. Yeah, same, same. Um, love that character. I just, I, it, it was just too slow for me to, to get past Right, it. right. But, I don't know. But like I said, definitely want to check but, that one out. Um, yeah. Other than that, like, as far as, like, movies and TV shows go, that's, that's where I'm at, so just kind of, you know, when I have the time. Yeah. I mean, now I'm pretty much just, I'm really excited to see what the next Doctor Strange is going to look like. Oh, especially after WandaVision. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's going to be really cool. Because I I know they announced, like, Black Widow, finally. That's coming out in May, Which, of course, I'll watch. May, I think they may have said, like, July. July? Okay, I just, yeah, okay. Yeah. I saw, like, a little blurb about it. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. But, um. Yeah, that one could be cool. It's one of those things. You get people that are still mad that stuff gets released on streaming. I'm like, well, just go see it in the theater. Right, right. I mean, the theaters are open. Like, I looked up show times for for stuff. I mean... Yeah. Well, I mean, you said... I mean, you and Emily have been to the movies, like, since this whole pandemic started. So, yeah, I mean, that outlet's out there. So... Yeah, I mean, if... It's your decision, right? So it, they're socially distanced. If you're you're wearing a mask, you're being considered, you're washing your hands and everything. Uh, everybody's really, really spaced apart. I was about to ask about so that, like mind, with the seats. Like, do you have? Can you still order your seats beforehand, or is it like they assign you seats, or like how does that work? You okay. order them. You go on the website and look at the chart, and then just pick okay. which one you want. And there's, yeah, it's it, there's plenty of distance. Um, so I don't know. I didn't have a problem. I had fun when we went and saw, uh, Ryan and the last dragon. Yeah. Yeah. You said you uh, really enjoyed that one. Uh, it was good. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch it if it, you know, if it's on or if I'm like, I felt like it was the most kind of kid oriented, uh, Disney movie in a long time. Like just for right. Kids, right. right. Like I don't, I don't think adults have much that they can relate to. In I mean, it. I can tell, like as far as like the story goes, but like the animation aspect of it, I mean, that's just impressive to mm-hmm. watch. So, oh, it's beautiful animation, and it's kind of funny. Like, uh, uh, uh Rydia, one of our like guests we've had on talk about Final Fantasy. She actually put up a post like that was a clip. <laughs> From the mo- like the, the beginning of the movie, she was just like, Yeah, this is a straight up like final <laughs> right, right. <laughs> It's like this like dragon yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, that dude. I, I felt the same way when I when I saw it. I was like, Wow, this is like straight out of Final Fantasy. Yeah, like writing. super <laughs> fantasy, like dragons, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. If if four or five crystals had popped up, I would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> we have like... to gather all the crystals to save the world. <laughs> yes. Yes, the warriors of Disney light right. have assembled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's earth, wind, and fire. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, Frozen 2, I mean, you know oh, how much yeah, I love yeah. it, but, it, you know, with the plot, it's 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 a Zelda plot. It's a fetch to me. quest. Like I they mean, have to get all this shit together yeah. to save yeah. something from something bad happening. Like I get it, man. I mean, you yeah, know, that that's a very like tried and true, yeah, like it works kind of story. Yeah. Right. And that's that's how Raya felt, like even more so to me. Like gather these four items to create the ultimate weapon or, or whatever no, I'm just <laughs> yeah and it i don't know that i i feel like i'm i'm kind of sick of the elemental villains for disney like i want like an actual villain we need like a new jafar a yeah new just like a Scar. crooked motherfucker you so, know what i mean just like somebody who's just evil yeah. you know because 
I'm I'm just kind of tired of like fog monsters being the ultimate right, bad right, person, right. you know. And that was just kind of boring with Raya. Like this fog stuff would just turn everybody into okay. stone. Which, come on, man, right, we've seen that. Right. Just, just so right, many times. Right. But I mean, the fighting co- choreography is pretty That's cool. cool. I mean, it's like a legit kind of. Uh, kung fu. I think. Type um, thing. Speaking of Disney movies, like uh, Pixar is coming out with a new one here soon, right? It's called Loka. Luca, Loka, uh, something like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Looks yeah, I mean, anything from that studio, I'm I'm they, all about. Like they they've always put out really good stuff. So. Yeah, the short that played before Raya was pretty neat. It was like a an older couple that was that had this big. Um, it's all just music playing, yeah. there's no dialogue, and it's it's an old man and old his old wife, um, and it starts raining, and uh, anytime they're in the rain, all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. young again, and they're they're like doing all these like crazy dance moves and. It's really synced up well with like this kind of like jazzy cool, music, yeah. yeah. And that that was really neat yeah, to watch. Yeah. Um, I I love the the Pixar shorts. Emily loves the Pixar shorts oh, too. Yeah. Like I mean that man. What what kind of talent does it have to take to like make something like that? You know what I mean? Like, I mean you have to like get some crazy elaborate idea and like actually like program like whatever the fuck they do. You know what I mean? It's all like computer software shit, but. Yeah, it's really cool. And I've I've watched like a couple of the like the Pixar whatever you call it, master source yeah. like writing kind of mm-hmm. lesson type things and it is it's pretty cool to just to see how they're how they come up with those ideas and how they develop them into their you know awesome right, final right. products. Uh <laughs> You know, we we've talked before about the, the Frozen Two director, you know, writing. Yeah, that's like, for... I didn't realize they were that <laughs> for characters. Like, like, yeah, you talk about some yeah, world building there. <laughs> like, they hired me to write. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> like, all right. Apparently, uh, Jimmy Eat World, uh, they, they did a music video for a song called Five Five yeah. Five a while back, where they're all dressed up in these like crazy science uh-huh. fiction outfits and of course that somebody did like a comic book adaptation no way, for really with those wow. characters yeah <laughs> yeah i saw that he was like yeah there was quite a bit of world building <laughs> that we had for 555 so of course like a, a super fan who just happens to be good at like drawing like created a book or whatever like yeah that's yeah. cool and then, of course, Toei and Cambria have all. Yeah, I mean that's their band. whole thing. Like, I mean, <laughs> they put out an album, right. Right? like a whole story arc about it. So, uh, they've they've had two or three sagas. Yeah, that's of, wild, man. Like, well, you know, science fiction, fantasy, and their stories and music. So that's. That's wild. Well, it's when you funny because, it. like, I remember like seeing an interview with like Claudio, like, uh, like the front man or whatever, and uh, when he was mm-hmm. uh, writing like "Welcome Home" for Apollo Three, I think that's the album that song was on. Uh, like, uh, he was just like, "Yeah, I was living in my parents' basement. Like, I was in my underwear, and I came out with this riff, and I thought it was cool. And like, I called the rest <laughs> of the guys, and like, yeah, we just got like super rich, like." <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was just like yeah man like i was low on cash like i didn't know what i was doing i was just like fuck man like that's i mean that's like when uh we got to hang out with red jumpsuit apparatus yeah. back in the day you know, who yeah, had their yeah. huge hit song and that literally was their advice too. They were just like, Yeah, just write that hit, man. Yeah, it, really it works. Write a good hook, <laughs> man. Just throw it in your song and uh, you know, you'll get there, man. Well, I I kind of feel like a band yeah. like uh, like that, like around that time, like 
really i mean if you think about those like old myspace days man that that shit was kind of like the wild wild oh, west God. man like with Truly. will smith <laughs> no, but but no, yeah. no i'm, 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 I'm serious though man it was just so like you could yeah I'm, i guess maybe like it's comparable to like this new generation that's like coming up on like tiktok or like soundcloud like that was like that kind of absolutely you could just kind of put something out there and like it could become wildly successful if you have that right kind of sound. Yeah, overnight, overnight literally, almost. you know. So right. it's kind of wild, man. Yeah, now the, that there's a great article in the Atlantic about these TikTok uh, influencers, like how they live together and just make these videos all mm-hmm. day. And I forget which one of them now has like kind of like a hit song mm-hmm. that's out. So. <laughs> really kind of a, a scathing review of it. He's like, "Yeah, she's she's graduated from making fifteen song, <laughs> fifteen second videos to a to a two minute and fifteen second right, video right. or something like." <laughs> Man, like I will say, like I'm super out of touch with music, like like popular music now, right? And uh, right, uh, man, some of this newer stuff, it, it's so cool because like. They kind of like incorporate like really cool older sounds and kind of make them their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like with like For samples sure. and stuff like that, or like uh, fucking just like different genres of music some of these people are playing. And it's just like cool shit. You know what I mean? So. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I think like the just the newest artist I'm into now would be like the weekend album. Yeah. He came out with like a huge um, that's, hit. That's man. like, what was that? Uh, like something lights or something like that. Blinding yeah. lights is huge. Uh, I think it's whatever tears for another day. Yeah, is the yeah. current one. And it's, it's just like straight up like 80s stuff, which I just, I always right, enjoy. Right. Like, Oh, through a modern yeah lens. i mean that's exactly what it is it's like we live in an age now where like all that kind of like stuff is super accessible you don't have to like take your parents like cassette tapes or like records to kind of get influenced by that kind of stuff it's all just like right there you know what i mean so it's really cool to like hear newer stuff yeah. that incorporates like older sounds but like you said puts them through a modern lens you know so yeah, I mean, say what you will about Spotify. Like, they have great pay- playlists. They have great stuff like Anchor to make podcasts. Right. right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <you yeah>. Know? <laughs> so, I've definitely discovered plenty of good good stuff. Uh, I was listening to the uh, the War on Drugs oh, like, live album yeah, last night. That's a great band. Yeah. Yeah, that, that recommend that recommendation came up. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, let's put this on. Um, and yeah, it, yeah, it was awesome. That dude plays some some cool. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, he he really does. Well, actually, shit, you got like the one of their earlier uh, like albums on vinyl for me for my birthday. You're just like, dude, you have to listen to these guys. They're really good. <laughs> like, yeah, that that was like when they first. Uh, really breaking big uh i forgot what the album was called i remember that remember the single Um, red eye that's a great yeah 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 yeah. oh shit yeah dude yeah yeah they and that's another you know those guys are like older and kind of do more of a kind of an 80s nostalgia it's more like the like 80s alternative stuff like uh uh, I don't know, Echo in the Bunny right, right. things like that. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Or it's yeah, but also this like really cool. Uh, I don't want to say ripping guitar solos are always like mm-hmm. really melodic, but there's they definitely have like passion. Right, right. Like that dude will, will yeah, go. I mean, for well, it. I mean, you know, I, I listen to the radio. I, I think I've told you about this band, uh, White Reaper. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, Reaper's awesome. some of their songs it's like straight yeah. up like thin lizzie like dual lead lines like kind of stuff yeah. like i love that kind of yeah. shit you know so just fun 70s right style yeah rock. yeah just it, uh, it's so cool people are kind of like you know taking notes and kind of bringing that old style kind of back and making it their own you know it's really cool really enjoyable 
that's the stuff that like if I go to the Norva or something like I I yeah I love seeing like a white reaper. Well, or shit, we like saw that. Shore Shore like a couple years ago, man. Dude, they were yeah. phenomenal, man. Yeah, probably the best yeah, no man I've ever seen. Yeah, honestly, they, they <laughs> killed it. <laughs> yeah, they they were way better than than necessary. Yeah, I mean, they're like, opening up for a uh, young. That was great, and uh, yeah, I remember like I was just like, man, these guys kick ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, super poppy, super fun. Uh, they did that oh, Talking yeah, Heads co- cover, awesome. and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't lame. It was, it was actually cool. You know, it wasn't like verbatim. They put their yeah. own spin on it, and it was fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just, you know, it's just funny, like how bands quarrel. Like I go over to their merch table, and the bass player's like, "Yeah, like my keyboard player just mad." Yeah, I remember like, that. Mr. Yeah, Change. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like what the fuck, dude? You're just <laughs> like, having no. fun. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> Nobody. In this audience, that didn't register to anybody. Right? Else yeah, it. like I, I would have had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and in my head, I'm like, dude, you weren't even like playing actual he bass playing that much. Like, Most of the time, you're like well, dancing well, with a shaker. He was playing like, like keyboards in the back. You know what I mean? Like doing like little like right. kind of in between kind of stuff. You know? But uh, right. yeah, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like. <laughs> He was like, yeah, he's really <laughs> mad at me. I was funny. Like, Why? Like, it, like to me, like that dude was up there just having a fun fucking time. I I paid no mind to it, you know. Yeah, it was like the quintessential like, uh, I don't know. You all like it's just funny the the personalities in bands. Like you've got like the super right, serious musician right. guy, and then you'll get the guys just up there just having fun, like smiling, and it's like, of course. What is the the regular audience member going to gravitate towards? Probably the guy right, out there looks right. like he's having fun, he's just fucking <laughs> off, like whatever. I'm just happy to be here doing this. So yeah, mm-hmm. just having a fun time. Because yeah. I I've been the I've been the ultra serious dude, and I I had to get a new look. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I've been there. <laughs> it's not a fun place to be. I finally just said like, look, I'm tired of of not enjoying my time up there. Honestly, like, man, like anytime me and you play it, like it's yeah. always been really laid back. Yeah. Like there's yeah, yeah. Like, there's never been any of that bullshit. Like and I don't know what drug or alcohol like finally unlocked <laughs> that area in my brain but yeah. i'm grateful for like, it yeah know? me and you have never had like <laughs> oh god we gotta be like you know like by the books we gotta blah blah you know what i mean like it no nah. it's just not us like we we do our own spin on things i mean it's i i don't want to get all cheesy and pretentious but it's kind of how like jazz players right, approach things right. like they they have a very loose root structure and then they well, do their own thing with it. i think the thing with you and me like you know as far as like playing gigs was like we we're just so like i mean i think at the end of the day like we knew where we came from like when we started doing like the acoustic shit yeah. and it's just like look man we're just doing this shit to have fun man <laughs> it's a fun friday absolutely night. gives a fuck you know we're getting a free bar tab we're getting paid like we're just having fun i mean you know yeah. we're doing good like i mean people are enjoying it so yeah it's there's no competition no, no. whatsoever. We literally yeah, we're hanging just out. Something fun. fun to do on a Friday night. <laughs> and it's not the only thing about like our music scene was just that weird that you know you could call it friendly competition. Yeah, using quote, yeah, yeah, quotes yeah. here on yeah. the friendly word. Yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> we weren't involved. With no, that, really no, at all. no. We were just like we're. We're not in that game, man. We're just right, like, right. Good like time, I, I feel so. like some people just like take this shit too seriously. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, look, dude, like you're oh. playing fucking Green Day songs like everybody else. So like, who gives a fuck, man? Just have fun. Right. With it. You know what I mean? Right. Just, I, I feel like I feel like people exactly. are like legitimately trying to like like try to build a career on like playing a cover song better than like a bunch of other cover bands it's like dude like just chill the fuck out you know what i'm saying like like yeah this is just a fun outing like you're not gonna no one's gonna discover you and and sign you like those days are over with (laughs) you know what i mean like just yeah just take it for what it is you need to be 
you have to the new way is like we're saying like those tiktok people like you have to be up yes. on that technology and you also need to be un- you also need to be need to be under the age right, of 25 right. yeah because we're old as fuck <laughs> so, no one gives a shit. i mean it's cool yeah. i have a banjo but yeah, nobody I mean, actually gives you a know. fuck you know what I mean? <laughs> no yeah, yeah we make no mistake like we, we right age, right we like i mean like like nowadays, we if I were to play a gig, like it would just be something fun to do, man. Yeah. Like I don't care, but like some right. of these young guys or you know whoever, it's just like, look, man, like this shit is not that serious, all right? So just just chill the fuck yeah. out, you know? <laughs> like I don't know, and I and I'm like yeah. I've seen that firsthand for you sure. Know? It's just kind of like it's like, look, man, like if you want to actually have a career, like. It's not going to be in the the seven five seven Hampton Roads area, you know. Like, yeah, and you need to go to like an actual hot spot. You got to go to Nashville. You right, go to LA. right. Like you're like you're um, going to be like a really big fish in a pond in this area. Like if you really want to, yeah, branch out, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I mean, yeah, it's you know. It's kind of like that show Love, man. But for musicians, like everybody's got to go work that like shitty. <laughs> intern yeah you gotta jobs. pay the dues man but, like it is know, what it is a, like in a, in a recording studio and you're probably working under some jerk producer who i don't know man it it takes kind of some of the magic away and that's well i mean you're saying like taking that, yeah that's I mean, the business part of taking it. the magic away but like in the reality of it all like there is no magic like yeah. you, you know you have you know you yeah. see like people way more successful than you and you have this whole idea built up in your head like oh yeah that's gonna be me like nine out of ten yeah. times is probably not gonna you know i mean yeah, I would say probably. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have a strong local following, <laughs> like you can have that. You can have that right. all day. But like, you know, sure. if you really want to yeah. like branch out and break out, like, yeah, you gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Like, you ain't gonna make it in this area. Like, what the fuck, you know? That's funny. Like, Bill Maher was. I saw he was talking about. Uh, you know, a lot of artists are complaining about streaming sites and being like now they're like oh there's there's too much music out there it's so hard to get discovered and he's just like no this is what you all fucking wanted you all wanted to get rid of you wanted to get rid of record labels and get rid of AOR stuff you want to make everything super free yeah this is what happens now you don't have support he's like you want you want to know why the top three artists are the top three artists because their shit is fucking good you are right (laughs) And, like, I will say, like, I mean, there's a lot of people that are really good at, like, playing music. I mean, not even music, but just, like, writing yeah. or, like, making movies or, like, yeah. you know, anything artistic. But there's a difference between right. just, like, getting by and just being decent at it and then being exceptional. Right. And, like, there's not a lot of people right. that are very exceptional at this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and no. I just, I don't know, man. Like I said, uh, just ah, ah, fuck it, I don't know. I mean, I consider myself a very intermediate musician. I think I'm totally you're a phenomenal musician. I, I feel do. like I'm just like a kind of just I'm just happy to be here kind of guy. But um, you know, it's just kind of yeah. I just I don't know, man. Just just uh, I guess I guess the biggest takeaway is just kind of uh. Be realistic with your expectations if you're trying to pursue that, you know? Yeah. And you, that's, it is a risk. Uh, You are rolling the dice. Uh, I don't know. There, there is no uh, one size fits all solution. I mean, it's, it's a lot of luck, but I would say it's a lot more, networking and uh perspiration man i mean you got to be out there pushing yourself like all which has been very difficult this past year so i mean it's yeah i mean this past year like anybody that was like in a uh, like performing like kind of job and pretty much any job like that you needed to have an audience for like you just got fucked last year i mean it is what it is but Mm -hmm. but uh well, we all I mean, everybody it, so. did, but especially people in like the entertainment yeah. industry. I mean, Jesus Christ, like that was a hard yeah. hit. 
the well the leg the legacy artists. Oh well, yeah, fun. but I mean, if you know, they like played. They played in their bedroom. Right, but like if you're an up and coming band, but, but if you were right. trying to come, it, it up, was shit, yeah. man. That sucks. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, and that, that just I, there's nothing you can do about that at that point. You got yeah, you're right. Yeah, you just I mean, and, like you said, like utilize like social media and all that bullshit. So yeah, it's it sucks, but it's. Yeah, part of it, man. I don't even know what the point of this was. Yeah. Like, what what point were we trying to make? <laughs> like, um, yeah, I yeah. Even, I don't, I don't so. know. <laughs> I just what like I felt like I went on a rant, and I was just like, well, like, what's like the the takeaway from this? I don't know. Fuck it. Takeaway is, uh, uh. We we totally support you in wanting to be uh, successful, and we we appreciate. I mean, any young songwriter, anytime I see their like little advertisement, yeah, yeah, I always, yeah, yeah, on, sure. I always go and listen. I love finding new artists and, yeah. and up and comers. Uh, we just, I, I what we are criticizing is the uh, the woe is me artist, the one that's like, why am I not successful? I'm doing right, everything. Right. And that's that's when it's just like, look, man, like, or woman, uh, sometimes it right, just doesn't work right, out, unfortunately. Right. And I've been there. I mean, yeah, you know what it's like. Yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow. You can put your heart and soul into something, and it just doesn't doesn't get the success you think right. it's going to get. But you do have to remember, like. It's the little victories. The fact that yeah. you even did it is cool. You know, you can look back and be like, man, I made this cool right, album. Right, right. share that with people, and it's cool. It's cool shit. Yeah. One of our, our friends on here, D. Sane, always says, like, he uh, he can't wait to listen to his podcast and things like that when he's, like, 70 yeah, or 80. Like, yeah, fuck it. Just be like, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool time. It really capsule. is. Yeah. So... But yeah, I, I, I don't either. I don't know. I think we're just old as fuck and just being like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Give up on your dream. It fucking the old man. <laughs> I'm just an old piece of shit. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that, that really that's is the point. point. So. Like, yeah, I'm a very cynical person, you know. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What did she say? The girl, the dragon tattoo. She's just like, what do they say? If you had to sum it up, it says I'm insane, right? <laughs> she's like, it's okay. Yeah, I am yeah. insane. I don't know. Yeah, we're just a couple of assholes. That's really the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, just, keep doing keep what you're doing. doing. It's yeah, great. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I would say the the faster and and quicker you can develop like really good networking skills, that oh, will yeah, serve absolutely. you the best. Because yeah. uh, your net worth is based on nowadays. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. just yeah. Nowadays, absolutely. So, like that old saying, like it's and, not uh, what you know, it's who you know. Like that's way more prevalent nowadays than it's ever been so yeah it's it's an eternal truth like yeah one of the few and i wish i like well i mean i gotta sleep today so you know that's why i like it but Uh, nice little thunderstorm hey you know what fuck it it's sunday man just relax you had a long night last night you know what i'm saying yeah Oh, you're supposed to go to brunch at like ten. Ooh, I brunch. Where <laughs> we're at? Yeah. Oh, Anchor man, alleys. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Get some of those. Man, yeah, those, like those... the avocado toast thing. Man, that yeah. shit was so good. Yeah. Yeah, super good, good. shit. Well, hopefully you do go because that's really, treat, really man. good. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we usually meet um. And nice. friend up there, or we have in the last couple of weeks, so it's, it's been be fun. fun. Yeah, well, yeah, 
We'll see. She was uh, sleeping right. pretty hard well, earlier. Yeah, so. Sister's night. Might just have to door dash some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'm about to get off here, bro. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. This, that'll do it for this episode. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, yeah. we will be back we'll next be week. All right, man. All right, man. At Lloyd. Lloyd. Thank you for listening to the Pedestrian at Best podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or anywhere else that you may be listening. You can add us on Twitter, just search at Pedestrian, or you can add us on Instagram, just search Pedestrian at Best Podcast. We hope you are doing well, and thanks for listening.